Let's talk auto remarketing. According to the NAAA, the auto remarketing overview process includes OEMs, dealers, franchise and independent, lenders, rental car companies, fleet lease companies, buy here, pay here, repo, salvage jars, rebuilders, and parts. So what's it take to become an auto remarketing expert? Recon, pricing, remarketing, sales, reports, financing, customer service, training, technology, and of course, relationships. Are you the next rising star in remarketing? Do I ask too many questions? Probably, but I ask the questions that will help you grow your business and make better and faster decisions that will lead to your success. So here's another ATI live show on YouTube and LinkedIn that just isn't like the other stuff. What's an auto remarketing expert? Please stick around and join the live chat. We'll be right back. What's up, ecosystem? Welcome back to ATI Auto Business Tuesday Nights Live, where everyone learns more about the automotive industry. If this is your first time here, please do feel welcome. We've got another great show lined up for you. I want you to feel welcome. We've got a great show tonight. I've got the news up here. VTA to liquidate old fleet vehicles. TikToker has tips to avoid at the dealership. February inventory and affordability. Uh, we'll get through the news quickly because we got Jamie Carpenter. She's a remarketing expert with us. And we're going to bring in the Rising Stars and Remarketing panel with Stephanie, Penny, Dave, and Ryan. So let's go it, get to it. This is show uh, 334 in a row on a Tuesday night. I'm moving quickly, but I'm trying to keep everything in line. Rising Stars and Remarketing. So, so what is this show? So we're going to do a panel next month in about a month at car conference about five weeks from now and uh, i want to tell you who i've got on the panel and you're going to meet the panel and we're kind of going to do a live run through right here on ati jamie carpenter she's the owner of jrc innovative solutions she's a remarketing expert she's my co-host on this journey as we talk about the journeys of our participants this is stephanie compton vp of asset remarketing at exeter finance this is penny Wana. she's the president of auction academy we've got dave blake executive director at iag and ryan clark president at servnet auction groups and these are our re rising stars remarketing and the legends of their journeys and you could be the next rising star in remarketing. So please do join us. If you can't make it to CAR, I implore you, check it out. Go to carconference.com. Tom? <laughs> Tom? Carconference.com. Use code ATI24. Save 100 bucks on registration. We'd love to see you there. There really is a lot happening at car conference it's all about remarketing know your ecosystem know all of the parts and how they integrate and work together let's do some news here let's try this all right here we go thank you so much on youtube and linkedin 
Now, I normally don't do news like this, uh, but I saw this like everywhere for a day. Arizona man just released from prison steals a truck hauling Corvettes. So 10 brand new Chevy C8 Corvettes worth about um, 1.25 I know it's hard to read there. Um, but yeah, that's a lot. So he was, he just needed a ride home from prison. And I guess he was talking to the driver, made the driver feel comfortable and then grabbed him and threw him from the cab. I don't get it. I don't know why. Seems like there's other ways to get home. And then there's already three videos about it on YouTube, which to me is like half the news. So don't go too big or you won't get home. Uh, BTA prepares abandoned fleet for auction to recover taxpayer dollars after an NBC Bay Area investigation. This is pretty fascinating. Santa Clara Valley Transportation Authority starting to take first steps to properly retire 95 paratransit cars and vans after a news report uh, where the investigation revealed that they left the vehicles to depreciate for at least four years. Wow. Can you imagine? Right? Anybody know a remarketing expert? Okay. Yeah. Um, in February, the agency started moving some cars to prepare for auction. The auction will be in April. Dozens of the deserted vehicles paid for by tax dollars been sitting in two lots since 2020. And, you know, I'm assuming, given COVID, maybe could have sold those. Uh, plus, catalytic converter thieves targeted some of the vehicles and costing taxpayers at least 10,000 more in security enhancements as well and declined an interview. So, and there's the there, and there's a YouTube video of that, which by the way, I found the I read the article, I watched the YouTube video, prefer the YouTube video. Winner, YouTube. Still got the info. Now, here's an article about a TikToker named P Money 21. Usually means the car has an issue. Experts want to stay away from cars at the dealership that have this tag. Okay, I'm interested. If you want to save some money on buying a new car by heading over to an auction, there's a dealership tag you probably want to stay away from. Could leave you with hefty repair bills and a financial albatross. Huh. According to auto TikToker P Money 21, who uploaded a viral clip from the interior of a BMW, at he was at an auction. Cars having ignition issues. The problem doesn't seem to be the car's engine, transmission, fuel line, or anything under the hood. Instead, it appears to be... Well, let's see here. By the way, you just got my attention. Yeah, we're going? We're okay? All right, we're good. All right. Just wanted to make sure the audio's okay. And it appears to be an electronic issue preventing the whip from recognizing its key fob. Now, this is an image of the tag in question. So the question is... Is the tag an issue or is it not an issue? So there were many comments, which I think is also part of the news story, I guess. If you see a car at auction with this key tag, stay away, particularly 925. It reads the key tag right here uh, means it was in service. And then users reply, let's see, every BMW has a service issue. Uh, it's not necessarily a death sentence. One person wrote LMAO. That's not always the case. You, you get those usually after a service and P Money replied, from my experience, they usually have some sort of problem. So again, you know, when it comes to, like, so here we are. We're, we're creating social media news live from news articles reporting on social media and news. And I guess, I guess, you know, once you get the news, check with somebody else to make sure that that made sense. 
Maybe the live chat. Check with the live chat to make sure that made sense. That makes sense. Thus the live chat. Problem solved. Uh, here we go. Wholesale used vehicle prices frozen in January. Average wholesale used vehicle values throughout January were identical to December after a year of volatility. According to Cox Automotive, average used vehicle prices at auction were identical in January to the last four weeks of 2023. And that's different. Wholesale used vehicle prices normally see a marginal drop in cost in the first month of the year as wholesale demand weakens after the holiday season. Pre-owned inventories were tightly constrained on the pressures of heavy pandemic-era demand, as everybody knows. And then boots on the ground. I like to check, see what people are saying and commenting and sharing. Driver's Seat Auto Sales says there were a lot of no sales at the auction. Let's just say I can see a ton of old auction stickers underneath current ones indicating it's been run the prior weeks. So that's notable. Also sensitive to auction fees, right? People are sensitive to auction fees, lest we never forget. Um, and everybody wants to know what car dealership guy has to say. The mega decline of vehicle affordability. Let's try to do a quick rundown. Average new car goes out for 49k. Used models 26. That's an increase of 31% on new, 40% on used. About 70% of consumers who finance a new car in Q2 are playing, paying north of $1,000 a month. Ouch. Um, negative equity is rising. We knew, we knew there'd be a dip, which meant there'd be a rise. Okay, that was good, Jay. So what's behind the sudden disappearance of anything resembling a good deal? Low inventory, number one. And again, boots on the ground. I've got transporters saying, yeah, yards either have no inventory or inventory that is on hold for months for unknown reasons. It's getting worse. I'd have work for a week, then two, and then three, and then of nothing. So yeah, loads available simply just don't pay enough. That's the boots on the ground. Rising cost of insurance. Auto insurance premiums jumped 20% annually in December. Man. And then the lack of used car options. Prepare for a very competitive used car market over the next several years. We know vehicle acquisition is the name of the game. Patrick James of Cox Automotive, he was on my show two weeks ago talking about CPO cars and the high demand there to keep uh, clients happy. So just remember, you can leverage ATI. I don't ship cars. I move information. I'm ATI Auto Business, and I want to help you leverage your business and share the information. Let's do this. Grab your ELD punch real quick, and right after this, we're going to bring in uh, Jamie Carpenter, and then she's going to help me talk more about what's happening with rising stars and remarketing. So stick around. We'll be right back after this. Are you completely stressed out from all the calls and the contracts and the verifications of loads where nobody ever answers the phone? Call Murphy Auto Dispatch Services today. Murphy Auto Dispatch Services has over 15 years in the transport industry. We are your office while you are on the road. We book, we verify, and we bill out your loads for you. We have an excellent accounting staff and an even better dispatch team. Give us a call today at 417-273-0021. Or if you want to email me, it's murphyautotransport31 at yahoo.com. Give us a call today. 
Transport AutoQuoter is by far the leading auto-quoting software on the market and the only auto-quoter with a pro version that comes preset with accurate pricing for anywhere in the U.S. So you don't have to worry about it. The best part is that no change with your current software is needed. Just plug TAQ in and start booking jobs. Carriers can easily plug TAQ into their current websites and start making money right away. I bet you're wondering how we do this instantly and accurately 24-7. Well, constant analytics is the key. Our price watch team is constantly monitoring current market conditions, paying close attention to seasonal and quick-moving industry changes. At the end of the day, it takes a lot of time and data to maintain good pricing, time that most of us just don't have on a daily basis. So free yourself up. Using TAQ Pro is really a no-brainer. Save time and money, maximizing your leads and optimizing your online investments. You'll finally be able to sleep well at night knowing that TAQ is on the job selling for you 24-7. Never missing a potential job. Don't lose any more sleep worrying about missing leads. Get Transport AutoQuoter to quote the right price the first time. Every time, run your business with TAQ, visit transportautoquoter.com. Links in the live chat. Okay, here we go. Let's just jump right in. We have Jamie Carpenter, owner, JRC Innovative Solutions. Jamie, can you see me and hear me okay? I can see. I can hear all the things. I can see you. <laughs> I can hear you. All the things. Okay, here's how I always like to start. Please say hello and tell us a little bit more about you. Hello, everyone. Um, it's so great being here. The last time I was here, um, I was with um, AutoCheck. And so, well, no, I guess the last time I was with UVI. So we'll, we'll, go, we'll go with the AutoCheck first. So um, I had an amazing and long career with um, AutoCheck, Red Mountain Technologies, um, the majority of my career. And um, I helped build and create the vehicle history product that most of the remarketing industry um, uses today. We did sell that product to Experian Automotive and um, I was able to stay on board and provide our data and different products to our um, wholesale auto auctions, our salvage auctions, public auctions, everything auction, and then um, insurance as well. And so with that, um, I was blessed of over 20 years um, in the industry where I got to meet lots of amazing people. And um, I have loved every bit of that career. But um, last year, it I was provided with an opportunity to go work with UVI. And um, I took that opportunity to help them kind of make entrance into the um, wholesale market as well. And in December, they decided that um, the wholesale industry wasn't really where they wanted to have their focus. So they kind of shifted that um, to have a larger focus on dealers and body shops. So that kind of left me to say, what's next? And um, I started getting phone calls. I didn't really tell a lot of people because I was just trying to figure out what was next. And um, they were like, oh my gosh, you're available. 
I wish I had known. I would love for you to come join the team. And so I said, well, do I really want to go work for just one of these amazing people when I could have an opportunity to work with as many as I want? And so that's how I created JRC um, Innovative Solutions. And um, I'm actually with pre-owned auto logistics right now. I'm in their office. Uh, I'm visiting with them this week. They uh were my first client. And um, so it's been awesome. It's been a fun ride. Um, you know, I think, Jay, you kind of coined me as a super connector. And um, a lot super of people connector. in the industry, <laughs> yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people in the industry, um, you know, we have leveraged by relationships for different things, whether that's being on the ATI live show or, um, you know, different uh, partnerships that um, have happened uh, over the years. So I um, continue to do that, love people, love what I do, love this industry. And here I am getting to help you with an amazing panel of rising stars. I, I so appreciate that help. Shout out Pre-Owned Auto Logistics. And um, I liked the timeline that you shared. You have done a lot. You know a lot of people. And in fact, so what I'm going to do, I think here's a, here's a way, because I said, you know, this is a live rehearsal for our <laughs> car conference panel discussion. I mean, we don't right. really, this isn't all timed out how we're going to do this. So right. what I, but what I tried to do was foresee how this might play. I started the show at seven o'clock, brought you in right after seven ten. And I thought 720 will bring in the panel. So I think we're going to hit that mark. Um, okay. That's really the way it works so far, in so show good. business is you try to hit your marks. So that's right. what we're going to do. And then we'll, we'll bring, we'll say hello. We'll get some. So the thing is a car conference, people will know that's the one difference. At car conference, people will know each other a lot more. But since this is ATI and I'm really trying to create a, Again, a look at what is auto remarketing, right? right? But also by, I think, telling the stories. And that's really neat. You helped that come to light. What are the stories of the folks that got where they are? And, you know, and Dave said, well, maybe we're more like, what did he say, flickering stars? But you can't be, you, you have... To be where you are, you had to be a rising star at one point. So the star is still rising as far as I'm concerned, right? Right. If you think about it, you know, Dave jokes about flickering, but he is still rising, right? He just got the executive director position of IAG. Um, you know, so yes, a lot of us have continued our journey and we've been in this industry for years and years, but we do continue to grow, right? Here I am, just launched my own business. You've got Stephanie, Remarketer of the Year. Ryan, he's just um, jumped in and been named president of ServeNet. And then Penny is the ultimate star. So, you know, I think if you look at um, that, the, the folks that we've chosen to join us on this panel, um, yes, we, we flicker at times, but we're still rising. Excellent points. And I, you know, what I also want to say before everybody comes in is that, uh, and I've said this in, in our prep meeting, is that I'm still getting to know everyone. And I feel like for as, for as much content as I've tried to put out and as much as I've tried to learn, 
if I'm still learning, that means there are folks just learning who some of these folks are, why they do what they do, what it is that they do. You know, we talk a lot about transportation and logistics, and those are the roots of ATI. Um, and, and many carriers, when they get to the auction lot, they, I think they, they don't really know all what is happening. And it's not just the auction. It's in the remarketing process, which we're also going to talk about tonight. So without further ado, let's do this. I am going to, we're going to do a quick word from our sponsors. And right after this, we're going to bring in the Rising Stars and Remarketing panel. Stick around because we'll be right, we'll be right back. Thank you. Auction v. Commerce is the universal support solution to help brick and mortar auctions respond to the needs of digital buyers and sellers with greater efficiency, accountability, and more access. Auction v. Commerce is a bridge between the dealers of the past and the auction of the future. Yeah, so let's be honest with it. Everybody as an operator, like myself, we're always looking to save expense, okay? And so if I can get a product that is just as efficient as, as another product and yet save a ton of money, that's what I'm going to do. And so I think the value proposition that Dealers Link offers is unmatched, right? For what we spend on Dealers Link, for what we get from Dealers Link, full spectrum, the marketplace to support, the OEM data, the Fastbook tool, the, the mobile applications that you have, uh, it, the value proposition is huge. Um, and I definitely would recommend, I have recommended, uh, we are continuing to install it into our stores uh, as we speak. Request a live demo at dealerslink.com now. Manage your inventory operations all in one place with smarter wholesale, cutting edge recon, market driven strategies, and automated advertising. Visit dealerslink.com. Dot com links are in the live chat all right here we go let's just jump right in please do help me wish a very warm welcome to the rising stars and remarketing panel penny ryan dave stephanie can you see me and hear me okay sure can yep okay right who goes first what do we do here's what i'll do I'll, let me just jump in with our slide deck so in, uh, oh, here we go. Let's put it on the right screen. In creating a slide deck for the Rising Stars and Remarketing panel, uh, I got a little creative over time and thought, yeah. Well, I took Jamie's words and the legends of their journeys, the Rising Stars and Remarketing. Now, do you mind being called Rising Stars and Remarketing? Is that, is that okay? I defer to Penny. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, you know, but but like we all have said, we definitely have some careers under our belts. And like Jamie pointed out, we're continuing to rise and do new things and move around. So it's it's great not to be uh, confused with next generation. Yeah, I mean, I, th I think we've kind of certainly in the last you know year, couple of years and so rose, risen into some leadership, key leadership positions. Agreed. I agree with that. Awesome. We never, All right, we never arrive, do we? What's what? that? I said we never arrive, do we? <laughs> right? It's never full. It's not over till it's over. Right? In fact, it's nice to be called a rising star rather than a flickering star. Dave? <laughs> okay. All right. So, um, all right. Let me do, uh, 
me bring up this uh, slide deck and we'll keep going here. So what we did is we started with some introductions. Uh, I'm Jay, founder of ATI Auto Business. We have Jamie, president, JRC Innovative Solutions. She said her uh, life cycle and journey so far. So for the ATI audience, what is auto remarketing? Remarketing typically refers to the process of selling or reselling used vehicles. By the way, we asked ChatGPT, why not? Auto remarketing involves various activities aimed at maximizing the value of used vehicles, including refurbishing, reconditioning, and marketing these vehicles to potential buyers. Penny Wana, President, Auction Academy. We put some information on the slides together, but we wanted to jump right in. This is an interesting slide. Who wants to take it away? What are we looking at here? I think, I think any of us could. Go ahead, Dave. <laughs> um, I think we're looking at and just really how the auctions are just this this kind of conduit to so many different areas of the remarketing industry, right? And it's like, I mean, I don't know about all of you, but before I had even found out what an auto auction was, I didn't really know it existed in that community. It's like the it's the it's the secret world, the secret sauce of of a, a very important piece of a vehicle's life cycle. And you know, I, I think a lot of vehicles make it to auction in in their lifetime if if not you know half a dozen or more times so it's a it's a con it's a it's a conduit of relationship and you know transfer of ownership critical piece of the life cycle of an automobile speaking of the number of vehicles i know that a couple of years ago the statistics could have changed um just with the number you know with low inventory and people holding onto their vehicles longer but there was a statistic that said you know 40 percent of the vehicles on the road are used cars and 50 percent of those have gone through an auction that's a lot of vehicles so you know conduit i think is a great word i know jay asked me earlier you know, what, how do you define this overview process? And at first I was like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm not sure how I would, but yeah, I think it's a process where every aspect of the business touches the vehicle as it gets ready for sale, right? And you can see that on that chart, how it all connects. I'd love to hear from everybody uh individually who else wants to talk about this process i mean this process is this your world yeah i mean i, I think if you know if you had like similar to what dave was saying if you're not in the industry you kind of don't know the industry even exists and it, it, it but then you get into it and you realize that this is a multi-billion dollar um industry that affects you know a huge key key parts of the economy Automotive, fi financial, you know, it, it, it's it's a huge cog in the, the in like our industrial economy, um, and it just kind of flies under the radar. But it is crucial to uh, to the functioning of the the whole car market. Yeah, and I think to to Ryan's point, um, you know, every one of us, even though all of us have a different perspective or have a different role within the auto remarketing space. Um, it takes all of us for that whole cycle to come through, you know, right? So if you're, if you're someone that either owns or 
um, you know, runs an auction, you know, you need those vehicles. So whether it's a dealer or whether it's someone like myself from, you know, a financial institution or rental companies, fleet companies, someone needs an outlet to sell or buy, you know, a vehicle. And so, you know, the, the fascinating part is, you know, the auction is kind of the core and then you have all of these spokes that come around and every single one of us come from or touch, you know, one of those spokes that still all come together with, you know, with the thing in the middle. And and I'll add to that, what I see on this page is training opportunities, certifications, networking from my point of view and where I come into this whole process is trying to make sure that I know every single person in this area that can lead a conversation and a training for those up and coming and those actual next generation or current generation leaders. Um, and if I don't know the person directly, I need to know somebody and ask them who the right person is to get in front of a group. That's why, Penny, we've got you as the next slide. I hope I'm right about this, Amia. Share the screen. Okay, so because right that education, which is why we're here. Uh, oh, Stephanie got up there. Oh, we're doing the introductions. The road to becoming a star. Okay, I'll reorder that. Jay, reorder. But I want to talk, Penny. I want to talk about education because that's where it starts, right? How do you? How does one wrap their arms around all this, and how do you teach that? Uh, you ask your students to commit to two years because you just can't get it done in an hour. So all of our students for Auction Academy were a continuing career training uh, program for the auto auction and remarketing professional. You either have to be current, a, a current leader or on a leadership path. And we ask them to commit two years of their career to us. We travel around the country and we have eight in-person sessions. And in between that, we do nine virtual classrooms. And so we really do try to take every angle, every aspect, every viewpoint of the industry and get the best of the best of the industry in front of these students that have committed their time. Um, that is what our program is all about. Almost under the same thought process of an independent auto auction, family working for family, servicing other family businesses. Um, Auction Academy is, our faculty is the industry. Our industry are the ones training up and coming industry leaders with all kinds of expertise that they're bringing to the forefront. I have faculty and or industry people that are coming in and training what they have created for themselves over a, a 5, 10, 15, 20 year career and have become an expert in their field, their industry, their subject matter. Over that time, the wins, the losses, whatever, they come in and they present to a group of up and coming leaders for 30, 45 minutes or an hour. They just give all that valuable information away for free. But that's our industry. Everybody loves everybody. It's a people, family friendly focused industry, which is one of the things Back to what everybody else was saying, I had no idea what this industry was until I fell right smack into the middle of it. And now I just can't see myself doing anything else. And so what I pride myself in with this training program, the platform that I was honored to be part of, is giving back to these people, watching these up and coming, these next generation or current generation leaders grow their careers. It's fascinating back to you and you you fell into this right 
I fell so, right smack into it. <laughs> so tell us about that because I know, see, Jay got the slides out of order and um, the first slide was for you to tell us, you know, about your journey and how you got here, which is, you know, then we were going to talk about education, but we can do it either way. I love the education piece, <laughs> but um, we do want to hear your journey and how this, you know, you fell right into this. Well, I'm actually going to celebrate 20 years in this industry come June this year. You would not even believe it. But I, um, you know, I work for my sister and my brother-in-law. They started a consulting firm, TPC Management Company, and they were starting to grow and they reached out to me and my husband. So I not only work with my sister, I work with my husband, which is fantastic. It's a family business. And our goal under the TPC hat is to work for other family businesses, independent auctions. And so they asked Giles and myself, my husband Giles and myself to come and join them as they grew. And uh, we said, sure, we were looking for a life change. We were in St. Paul, Minnesota. We moved down south to Franklin, Tennessee, just outside Nashville. And at first I started behind the scenes, uh, you know, admin assistant, office manager, event coordinator, just started to work my way up, became part of the Auction Academy, Pierre and Pauline are co-founders of Auction Academy. And that started 13 years ago. I've always been part of Auction Academy from behind the scenes. And then about seven years ago, they promoted me to president. And so they gave me an opportunity and a platform and I absolutely just ran with it. So they definitely seen that I had passion in this area and I was really good at what I was doing. And they kind of gave me the keys of the car and they said, drive. I haven't looked back. And it's been an amazing journey. I've loved watching your journey, you know, and um, everything that you've accomplished and how you support everyone in our industry. Um, going back to you having industry experts come in, um, you know, and that's a gift for us when we get to come in and talk to the Auction Academy and spend that time with those that are going to be the next generation, right? So otherwise, we might not get that one-on-one -on -one experience, but you give us that platform too. So I found that I'm learning just as much from being part of the Auction Academy family on the other side. Um, so yes, you've done That's an amazing job. Well, thank you for that. That's great to hear. Kind of gives you a second wind and kind of encourages you to keep on going, you know? Uh, and, and just super quick, not to talk too much about it, but I also within our class groups, we definitely try to give them that experience, introduction, exposure to the industry, the entire industry. But we also tell them and, and make sure that they understand all of your speakers and presenters and faculty come from the industry. So now it's their turn. When they near graduation, it's their turn. Now you give back to the industry, volunteer your time, your expertise to the committees, all of the associations that are out there, you know, it, mentor someone so we definitely do preach that as well and i practice what i preach you know i definitely want to volunteer my time with NAAA, iara iag anyone and everybody that i can give back because you all are giving to us in our program i try to put in the work i, I try to talk the talk walk the walk all of that um i'm gonna jump back in because i tell you that's the thing is that penny i feel like i could we could spend the whole show together talking about your journey, your network, the education, the training. Uh, it's pretty amazing. Um, so, gosh, 
let's do this. Where Jamie, I threw the slides away. Where would we go next? We had Penny up first, talk about education and journey. I think we had Stephanie set next. Stephanie, you want to jump in with, by the way, 2023 National Remarketing Executive of the Year, right? That's awesome. So tell us a little bit more about your journey and, and, and where you are now. Yeah, sure. So I started back in 1997, um, dating myself uh, here, but uh, I actually uh, worked for a subprime auto finance company. And, and really, you know, unlike I'm sure, you know, Ryan and, and Dave will, will tell their stories, but um, unlike a lot of others, uh, very similar to Penny, I, I wasn't in the auto industry. I didn't grow up in you know, the used car world or, or auto auctions. Um, I started as a file clerk. You know, a friend of mine worked at a, a subprime auto finance company. They, you know, needed, uh, needed somebody. I needed a job <laughs> and, uh, you know, started there. Um, and then I had an, an individual that's actually still in the industry today, you know, reach out to me that also worked for that same uh, auto finance company and, you know, said, hey, I've got an opening in dealer services. Would you like to, you know, to come over? Uh, so worked a little while as a, you know, dealer services rep and, you know, as our dealer sales managers were in the field signing up, you know, dealers to, you know, do business with us. I was, you know, inputting the information in systems and, and things like that. Um, did that for probably a year or two and in about 99, um, you know, got a phone call from somebody, you know, within auto remarketing within the same company and just said, hey, we have an opening. Would you like to come over to auto remarketing? And my first question is, what in the world is auto remarketing? I had no idea. I knew, you know, the front end side of it. Uh, and I've been doing that ever since. Um, you know, that particular company, um, again, I'm going to date myself here, but that particular company shut down originations. And I knew that, okay, if they're not, if they're not originating, uh, we're not going to be doing some things, you know, on the back end. So I actually found an ad in the paper <laughs> and uh, applied for, uh, for a job within the Odessa umbrella, uh, worked for Par North America for about 10 years, uh, and then moved over to uh, Santander and then now with, with, uh, with Exeter Finance. So um, I think just the various roles, you know, just very ambitious, um, you know, trying to get myself to that, you know, next level. Um, I think that the thing that's helped me is, you know, when I look at my entire career, two thirds of that, I've actually been on the vendor side versus being on uh, the customer side. So I think that's helped me be a better customer. Uh, just, you know, knowing, you know, and, and everyone on this panel can tell you, you have 200 customers that want things done 150 different ways, trying to remember that, um, you know, knowing that a lot of times as customers, we don't always call and say thank you. We're calling to complain about things that are, you know, that you've done wrong. So I think, you know, that has really helped me to be to where I am today and, and being, um, you know, the customer that I, you know, that I, that I am and, and my team in that, you um, I have a little more empathy just because I've been on that other side and look at things, I think, from a different, you know, end of the telescope and have just really pushed myself and, and even anybody that's worked within my team to uh, to build those relationships and, and do what we need to do to get to that, you know, next level. But that's kind of high level of, you know, where I started and, and where I am today. Muted, Jay. Thank you. Muted, Jay. I did all that <laughs> muted? Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. ATI, auto business, take two. <laughs> so what I was saying was, Joe Miller wrote an article where he was talking about 
uh, you saw this in vehicle remarketing where he was talking about what people say and what they hear and the miscommunications they're in. And what you said about being on the vendor side versus the customer side, I can imagine maybe that's, maybe that's part of the richness of your experience in your dealings, I'm supposing. And I also want to ask you, since you're here now, what's it like to be awarded the 2023 National Remarketer of the Year Award? What is that like? Oh, I tell you, um, it's not something that, um, you know, that I expected. Uh, to be, you know, completely honest, um, you know, I'm, I'm very grateful and, and appreciative of it. But I think the thing for me is, you know, really just knowing that you've had some form of an impact on, you know, your, peel, your peers, uh, whether it's auctions, whether it's other, you know, remarketers, um, and that they felt worthy enough to give you that award. To me, that really um, heartfelt, that's the reward of being recognized as knowing that you made some type of an impact on somebody they, they, that they felt like you were important enough to be recognized for it. And I think that's that's what I've taken away from it. And that's the, the best part of it for me uh, is just knowing that um, that it, it didn't go unnoticed, but just knowing that I had some type of an impact on, on others within the, the, in, within the industry. It's amazing. Really, it is. Thank you for sharing that. What we're going to do now is we're going to move on to Dave. Executive Director of IAG. Dave, you and I don't know each other personally very well, so I'm getting to know you through this process. Please, will you, will you tell us a little bit more about what you do, your role, and your journey? Absolutely. Um, as I'm sitting here listening to everybody, I just, it's so fortunate to have been surrounded by great people. Um, and I think that's, you know, for me, um, just kind of where this all started. I currently serve, I just started back in October as the as the executive director of the independent auction group. Um, if we look at the auction, if we look at the auction industry, there's, there used to be, you know, kind of three legs to it, but that's kind of, that's kind of changed a little bit going through a, a you know, a time of transition and uh, the reference to um, three of those legs, which now it's three for a while it was, it was two was kind of like called the chains, right? Like the chain auctions. And then the independents were everybody else, right? Um, independently operated, independently owned, uh, family businesses, uh, not necessarily a single rooftop, but um, I guess less of a, of a, of a corporate feel organized um, type of company, right? Generational, generationally turns over, um, you know, independents are just uh, from a character standpoint and uh, a characteristic standpoint, just a tremendous amount of tenacity and passion and build relationships and just kind of get in there and get it done. And um, it's a, to me, it's the, uh, it's, it's, it's the heartbeat of a lot of what we experience and what that slide is, is what, is what the independents bring to uh, the auction industry. For me, I was introduced to it. It was funny, Stephanie, you're talking about an ad in the newspaper I saw an ad in the newspaper. I never, I didn't realize that it was, it was the last, it was the last time I was 21 years old. Um, so what's that over four, 30 years ago? Yeah. Over 30 years ago. And last time I uh, answered an ad in the paper. And at the time I was a 21 year old kid and I was working several different jobs. Um, 
I was a I was a maintenance guy at a at a department store, like a um, a high end uh, like Marshall's kind of um, brand store, right? We sell this this stuff sells at discount. And I was landscape, and I was doing a bunch of different things to make a paycheck. And I saw this ad in the paper for an auto auction. They were looking for a janitor, and you know the pay at the time was a dollar or two more an hour. It was I don't know six seventy five or seven dollars an hour or so, and uh, it was time to get a little bit serious in life. And I went down there and. It, it was for an auto auction. They hadn't opened yet, and that was in 1994. Um, and I was the third. I was the second employee. Uh, there was one other employee that didn't last very long, so I usually say second employee. But on paper, it was the third. And I started before the auction actually was even uh, operate operating. It op- started operations two two or three months later on. But um, everything was new, and fortunately for me. Um, even back in school, I've I've kind of been a, a person that can build relationships and a hard worker and um, you know trustworthy and just put in an honest honest day honest day's work. And uh, the owner of that auction took a liking to me, Bill DeLuca. That was at Auto Auction of New England, Londonderry, New Hampshire. And uh, I was told uh, early in my career, as I learned these different jobs within the auction industry from from detail and lot and arbitration and uh, you know service and transportation that I was on a path to uh, a GM position at 30 and you know when I'm a 20 something year old kid I'm thinking that's a lifetime away and there's no way that somebody is that that's me like that's who I can be or an opportunity that was provided but fortunately I was surrounded by good people it's been the story of my whole life just surrounded by good people so, you know, 30 years old, the opportunity comes and young whippersnapper and, you know, I have to learn how to, I learn, have to learn how to check my ego and learn how to be a, a better leader. And uh, I'm running this organization with great support. And right around that same time, I uh, got involved with the National Auto Auction Association serving in different roles. You know, I mean, I learned by coming into a room and putting my hand up and asking a question and next thing you know, someone's putting you in a in a position to serve on a board, right? With no idea, just kind of faking it till you make it. And uh, again, connected with good people, and uh, I served and and got involved and asked questions and tried to contribute wherever there was an opportunity. And I met a lot of great a lot of great people. Um, one family that I met, one individual I met was Bob McConkey, who uh, has a who was and I'm I'm calling you from from their auction in Seattle right now or on this call uh, in Seattle and they have a group in the Pacific Northwest. He's had auctions in different places, different independents, um, on the mostly on the west side of, of the of the of the country. Um, and I remember I met I met him because I heard him speak at a conference and he had shared some information I thought was valuable and I sent a re- handwritten card thanking him. Um, with pure appreciation, and that started a relationship. And it was at a time in my life, you know, 39 years old or 40 years old, I just had this fire and thinking that there was something else for me, and I was, I received a phone call from them letting me know that they were going to open an auction in Seattle, and they were looking for a GM. And that was in 2013. We started talking about it, and next thing you know, I'm in Seattle in January of 2014. And at the time, I'm in New England, and it's on the other side of the country, and they say Seattle, and I'm like, I think I've been there once before on an NAAA conference, but is that in the U.S.? You know, I mean, it's a different culture, and 
there's so much fear, right? Like, did I are all these things that I know as far as a leader and being involved in an organization, is, is it is it only applicable to what I've grown up with and what I've grown through? Am I going to be able to do it? Um, so we took the chance and came out west, and it was a great decision. And um, Seattle will celebrate 11 year their 11 year anniversary in May. Um, just this last year, one of the things I did. Um, I was asked, I was given the opportunity to serve in the independent auction group, which is a subset committee of NAAA that uh, serves the independents. I was, uh, I was asked to serve as a, as a co-chair uh, with Lynn Weaver and Charlotte Pyle, um, both auction owners. Um, Lynn's now retired. And I thought in my mind, you know, in my 50s, wouldn't it be great if that director position was available and I could uniquely have, you know, continue to keep a connection with the McConkie Auction Group and add value and, you know, somehow have this, you know, kind of unique relationship because I love this industry. And I think if you're introduced to it, I think there's a lot of people that stay in this piece of the industry, you know, because in the automotive industry, you can have the retail side or the wholesale side. I've always felt really fortunate that I'm on the wholesale side of the business. Love people, right? But working dealer dealer business to business mainly uh, it's just a great just a great piece of the business so we had some discussion uh, bob and i and the mcconkey family and um, they afforded me the opportunity to serve in an executive vp role and step out of the gm position and joe lamonts who runs who was running the las vegas sale that then sold came up here and he's been in that seat since august and we're going through a transition and they're supporting me with the ability to focus on the director role and you know deepen relationships and and help you know just make it better than the way that than the way that i received it and it's it's been it's awesome it's a great industry it's a great time it's uh i don't know if it's the third quarter or the first fourth quarter but it's just an awesome season i feel like we're having a fireside chat right and i'm, I'm sitting here thinking about the stage at car and i'm thinking well, I'm just going to have to throw away half of these slides because hearing you all talk about your journeys is, that's the most compelling information. Other than that slide, that was pretty interesting too, but this is fascinating and I can't believe it's already 7.50. So let's do this. Ryan, please say hello. Tell us a little bit more about you and take it away. Hello. Um, I'm Ryan Clark. I'm the owner of the Greater Rockford Auto Auction um, and uh, Great Lakes Auto Auction, uh, Rockford, Illinois, and South Bend, Indiana. Um, my journey is a little bit different than everyone else's. Uh, my grandfather founded uh, the Rockford Auto Auction. Uh, this is our 50th anniversary this year. He was sort of a serial entrepreneur. Um, like a lot of, like the founding generation of a lot of the independent auctions, that you just had guys who were in multiple different businesses and got in the auction business, and it, it doesn't really, as Dave said, it gets in your blood. Um, and so I, you know, did some very, I did some investment banking, did some restructuring consulting. Um, and then after my grandfather passed away, I, I got involved in 2013, um, to oversee, you know, family business in the auction. Um, and, and it's, you know, I didn't spend a ton of time around, oddly enough, did not spend a ton of time around the auction as a kid. Um, but you know, it, it is something that gets in your blood it's exciting i tell 
like I said earlier, you know, no one in the general public generally knows that this business exists. If they think it, if they, if they think an auto auction exists, they think it's Mecham or Bear Jackson. And I'm like, no, this is, this is your everyday. This is what gets people to work. You know, this is the people who need cars to get to work. This is where they get their cars. Um, and, and I, and I explained to them what's fun about it is, it's basically capitalism, it's purest form. All, you know, we sell service, we make a market. And it is, you go to the auction, it is the United Nations out there. You meet people from all walks of life. Um, and it, it, it's, it's just, it's just a fun industry. Um, and it, it just, it's hard to, and I think as all the panelists have said, I mean, we all have pretty long tenures in it. Because once it gets in your, in your DNA, it's, it's hard to leave. Um, because it's super unique. It's, you know, it's exciting, you know, you know, this has changed a little bit more as we're selling stuff throughout the week. But for the most part, you have that one day a week that that's game day, and you're leading up to every day of that week. And there's all these little components. I mean, a lot of on the outside, you think that, oh, well, you get some drivers and some cars run through the block, but there is a lot, you know, from title work to details, there's a lot that goes on to get into transportation and coordinating all that. And, you know, I think that's why Auction Academy is great because, you know, we have, we have our second employee as a student now in Auction Academy. And sometimes you can kind of siloed in your own space and you don't see all these other different components. And so it, it, it's great. Um, and, and it's just, you know, now I have the opportunity. Um, both of our auctions are members of, of ServNet, um, which is, really a group of 21 independent auctions uh, around the country, all family-owned businesses. And that's the other, and on the independent side, that's the other great thing. These are all family-owned businesses um, with, with long tenures. Um, but but ServNet, I, when I categorize ServNet, I somewhat call it a kind of fraternity of auctions, but I, I think it's a lot of the best-in-class independent family-owned auctions in the country. Um, and and it's i'm starting my just last fall started my two-year term as president um and it's it's a great organization i think um certainly the the commercial consigners consigners know us because it was originally conceived to kind of be a a marketing organization for for independent auctions um but you know what it is in reality is that but it's also a great network um, it's a great learning opportunity for all of us. You know, I have people all around the country. If we had a question, call them up and, you know, we have a car stuck, you know, in Seattle. I could call Dave up and, and get it and it, get some help there. Um, and you're just, you're just learning from each other. You have that network. And so it, it's, it's a really great organization. I mean, I think one of the things as we, we continue to build on it is really get that brand brand name out there um, for the dealers because the dealers don't really aren't really familiar with with who ServNet is because um, they're used to, you know they know their local independent that maybe that may be a member but hey there's a as more and more dealers are buying cars from all over you know hey we could you know us in Rockford in Illinois one of our one of our good customers they have a car in North Carolina well you know there's a ServNet auction in North Carolina I can I can help them out with that or, you know, whatever. And, and so as this becomes, you know, it's certainly already become a very national industry. Um, 
having that national network that we, where we can help serve our customers is, is really a great opportunity. Um, but it, it, it really is an awesome industry. Um, and it's, and it, I would say it's very unique. Um, you know, a lot of people probably, you know, everyone thinks their, their business is unique, but I, I certainly think this industry just from all the different touch points and, and everything is a unique and, and, and fun industry. Um, I wrote down several things. I've been writing, taking notes like crazy here at net is that, uh, one, uh, yes. When you say who is, you know, what is ServNet? like outside of the industry, would love to find a way to help uh, elaborate on that. That's one of the things that I try to do with content. Um, here we're getting to know individuals, which helps. What I'm one of the things I'm wondering is if someone's watching this live or, or on demand, they're thinking about their own journey. I'm assuming, and then they're wondering how can I get to know better folks in the industry through learning more about your personal journeys, about seeing the overview process. And then I want to kick it to Jamie and see what she has to say about that. I mean, I, th I think in terms of right. getting to yeah. know the, oh, sorry. No, or, take it away, to, please. To know, know the industry. I mean, I think just reach out. I mean, if you if you have a contact point at, at in the industry, reach out and ask for questions. I mean, we all know the hiring environment right now. So if someone's showing in interest, yeah, we'll talk to you. we'll talk to you. Um, and I think the you know as, as some of the stories here and you know I know numerous stories to that. The opportunity to grow within the industry is immense. You know, our our GM in Rockford started out detailing cars in high school. Um, you know, and you know, and, and I know some other GMs that that you know started as as block clerks. I mean, there is. You work hard, and and there's a lot of opportunity in the industry. So if you if you have a touch point or, or contact, I think reach out, and you know there's a lot of opportunity. Yeah, I'm gonna kick that over to Penny. Penny, opportunities in the marketplace. What are you seeing? How would you sum that up? Oh, I I mean, I don't even know how you can sum that up. There is nothing but space and opportunity. You know, it, you know, I don't know really how to get people in off the street because we are such a, a hidden niche, a gem type of an industry. But if you know somebody like Ryan and Dave are saying and you kind of come into that, you do start. You can start at, at what some might consider the bottom and work your way up. There is nothing but opportunity. And everyone that I work with auction wise, they want to hire from within. You know, they have groomed you and raised you and you have come up in the ranks. You have shoveled or wiped off cars in the winter. You have done everything. Now everybody gets a turn at leadership if they want it. Um, we pride ourselves at Auction Academy on hearing everyone's auction story because it is such a relationship business. Everybody has a story to tell. And whether it's a student or somebody coming in to present a faculty we always ask, what's your auction story? How did you get involved? Um, so, you know, not not to kind of spin it off of the point of, you know, you know, whatever, but uh, I'll hand it back to you. But there is nothing but space and opportunity. Our program, I mean, we are at the point of where we actually have to say no. We have to cap the size. We're the biggest that we've ever been at 34 students. We started out where we wanted a, a group of 15 to 20 because we wanted it to be more intimate. 
So we have to stop it because there's nothing but opportunity. Not only the students that are, in, are interested in joining the program, but their auction owners or bosses at the companies that want to put them through a program. They want to get them that industry experience and that exposure. They encourage and want their employees to get out of their auction lanes and into others. So it, it's all around us. It's all around us. I don't know how to summarize it. I don't know if it's possible. Well, I think I you think, just did, though. Jamie, yeah, Jamie. Well, yeah, I was just going to say, I think the key that we've heard from Penny and from Ryan and Dave and Stephanie is the work hard piece, right? So I remember at one of the conferences, um, there was a panel, and um, I can't remember who said it, but um, she said the biggest problem that they have with hiring people today is they want to come in and get the corner office. They don't want to have to do the work to move up within, you know, their space and within their industry. And, um, you know, I think that's one of the things that makes our industry unique in that you do have to put in the work. But when you do, um, because of those relationships that you make along the way, that's really what elevates your career and getting involved, you know, not just in Auction Academy, but, you know, on with IRA and getting plugged into a committee or AAA or IG, you know, making sure that you're taking advantage of what our industry offers. And I think a lot of people, um, they don't, they're scared maybe um, to take that leap and to put themselves out there. But I think that's one of the things that makes all of our journeys similar is that we're all involved in the industry on committees and, um, you know, trying to give back um, as much as we've received from um, our, our journeys. That's well said, Jamie. I know we're after the 8 o'clock time spot. I, I want to say this is that I learned a lot about our uh, panel next month, and I got to go back and look at these slides. I think I need a lot less slides, and I need to reorder some things, and then probably have another meeting with Jamie to figure out how to best to do this because the content that happened here tonight is stellar, and telling your journeys is most, I think, of the way to get penny you said it what's your auction story when that's happening in your classrooms in your curriculum in your education what i'm i'm assuming what's going through people's minds is when they hear someone else's journey they think of where they are where they want to be and maybe how to you know get down to work because there is a lot of work involved as you just said jamie right you have you have a lot of education to go through and networking to get where you want to be. Jay, I think this needs to be a docu-series. I'd say just a minimum of like <laughs> 10 episodes. People can binge watch it on the weekend. Get us on Netflix. I mean, we're just scratching the surface. Yeah, I think we could easily do a round robin and, uh, you know, and give some, some feedback, I think. You know, if anything, just you never stop learning. You have to, you know, put yourself out there and get out of your comfort zone, you know, and, and at the end of the day, you know, you have to just give that commitment to yourself, 
um, you know, that you're going to stay committed and that you're going to do it because really at the, you know, the, the only limits are the ones we, you know, we set ourselves. So you've got to, you know, just put yourself out there and, and again, get out of your comfort zone and what you're used to and uh, never stop learning. Yeah. The great thing about this business is it's about stretching and right and learning new things. So to enter into, to enter into this industry with a sense of curiosity and just a willingness to be okay with not knowing there's enough people around. If you put up your hand and you, and you ask, ask for help, it's, it's part of the fabric of the culture because so many people have grown up, grown up through that process. Um, there's a, there's a very approachable humility to, a, to the to most of the people that are that are in this industry and looking and looking for for others right because it only makes it easier for us it's difficult to find an experienced auction person in a local market because in most cases there's not another auction that's 25 miles away right unless you're in a metropolitan city and um you know but in a lot of cases it's it's people don't know what it is the explanation process starts in an interview and it's the job of the auctions and and you know the the leaders within these organizations to see your talents and kind of how to identify a position that would that you could feel successful in and achieve yeah and, and i'm just going to extend off that a little bit is because a lot of times like you're saying if you just raise your hand and volunteer get involved ask that question there are so many people in this industry that want to help and pull you up so as much as you want to get there, there has been nothing but people wanting to pull you up. What can I do for you? It, it's just nonstop. Yeah, you don't have a cut. It's not a cutthroat environment where someone's, no. someone's afraid of somebody else. I was going to say else. the same thing. Yeah, like, it's really what not. What other industry is there where we all like compete with each other? We're fighting for, you know, we want to be the preferred service. We want to be the preferred provider. We want to be the preferred auction. We're all, you know, fighting for that preferred spot, but we're all helping each other at the same time. I mean, it is the craziest thing I've ever experienced, you know, <laughs> where everybody really, you're competing, but you're supporting each other. That's what that makes nice. us so unique. And that's why we all love it. Like I have chill bumps right <laughs> now because that's why we love it. Right. Remember, we love each other. We love the competition. We, you know, we love all of it. I remember Bob McConkie in his speech when he was president years ago, using the coin, uh, the coin, uh, the term, coin, term, term. coin of the term. Cooperation, uh, right? Yeah. Because there's a unity and a support, but you know these competing they're going to compete with a smile on. Yeah. Well, day one, class one for Auction Academy, we get into that, be, com be comfortable with your competitor because you are sitting next to somebody and we'll sit next to them for two years who you may, outside this room, consider a competitor, you know? And we go straight over to Mannheim, Nashville, that very first session, and Sam Chapel, now no longer there, retired, but his presentation was get comfortable with your competition because they're sitting next to you and they will for two years and you're on this journey together to be better, not only for yourselves, but your auction or your companies and this industry. It's fantastic. Well, so we started. Then you're going to sit next to each other on a committee, right? Like you may coach you a committee where all three of you are competitors, Absolutely. but you're all supporting the industry together. Yep. 
Wow, get comfortable with your competitor? That's strong stuff. But it's real. It is. Wow, that's awesome. There's some awesome stuff in here. Um, and yeah, uh, I just got off the phone with Netflix, and they just picked us up. Okay. Yay. Right. <laughs> well, maybe, hopefully. But I the real, mean, the real housewives of the auction industry. <laughs> no, rising stars in remarketing, downloadable podcast, and um, I can imagine. I mean, there is. There's a lot. So this is this is really an amazing way to begin. What I hope is something that we continue as a journey of. I mean, Penny, you've got what's your auction story? That is amazing. Anybody recording that? Something to think about, right? Think of all those amazing stories. And then you're going to say, yeah, we already have it on DVD. We're already on Netflix, Jay. <laughs> know your competition. Um, all right. I think that's the perfect way to end this. I want to, Penny, I want to thank you. Stephanie, thank you. Dave, thank you. Ryan, thank you. And Jamie, thank you so much for helping put this amazing group together. Um, these are your friends and I just happen to be here with a camera. So thank you so much. Appreciate it. Have a good night and we'll see you in a month in Phoenix at car conference. And we'll be Thanks in touch. So much. We'll be in touch. Thank you. Thanks thank for you. the opportunity. Thank Peace you love. very much. Thank you. See you. Right. Have a good night. And, uh, and this is always the hard part. I'm going to end the meeting here and they're already shining out. So thank you so much. We'll see you soon okay all right there it is um wow you know that after i do panel discussions where my camera one um and especially ones like that where it really felt like a fireside chat and i was i was really paying attention taking notes getting to know you know you're getting to know people and part of that overview process i, I want to actually bring that slide up again do i have that slide i'm just gonna i'm just gonna take a look at there's the uh, eld punch the overview of the uh the auto remarketing overview process um oem dealer lender rental fleet salvage rebuilders buyer pay here independent dealer franchise dealer customer repo and then all of the professionals within that, the auctions. And um, that was really interesting what Dave said about it was really the, the three-legged stool, the two chains, and then all the other independents. And there's just so much to think about and wrap your head around. And that's why I wanted to do a panel discussion about auto remarketing and rising stars points to that it's the people, right? The people that work within the process that you get to know, network with, work with, hire, work for, to have the teams, educate. Uh, that's right. That's the important part. That's where we're at as an ecosystem, learning together. But then all the process, and this is just one segment of automotive. So I guess that's why the automotive industry is so darn big. We saw last month at NADA how big the dealer section is, just dealers, vendors, well, and OEMs. And now as we move into March into uh, auto remarketing, 
um, with car conference and well, there's so many panel discussions happening that this is one giant industry and this is where I will circle back and finish with this is that I implore anybody in the logistics portion of automotive to pay more attention who the people are what they're doing and when you tune into ATI you get a glimpse into when you pull into that auction parking lot there are people in that building that actually might be approachable actually might be able to help you solve a problem that you're having because we know logistics is full of problems and we're trying to create that that ecosystem at least uh expand on it where you're not you're not it's not like there's no one that can help because that's how it feels sometimes when you're out in the elements and that's why i started ati because i thought you know what it there has to be people, there has to be somebody to talk to about this problem that we're having with this gate pass or this car or, you know, there has to be people out there that want to help. And as we find out week after week, yeah, there are people out there that want to help. So thank you so much for tuning in to ATI Auto Business. We're here to help. We want to help you uh, promote your company services and messages. If you got something to say, send me an email, autotransportintel at gmail.com. Thank you so much, Car Conference and Jamie Carpenter, Penny Wana, Stephanie Compton, Dave Blake, and Ryan Clark. This was an awesome show. And thanks, everybody, for tuning in in the live chat. It's very hard for me to type and talk, uh, let alone talk. So I... <laughs> I've missed Roberto. I saw you say hello. What's going on? Wendy Harrington. Oh, Kelly Bianchi's here too. Thank you so much. Everybody, really. It I, it means a lot. Every every view, like, share, and comment. Thank you so much for doing that. I appreciate you. I'll see you again soon. And next week, if you hadn't have enough, uh, I can't even finish that sentence properly. We're going to have Car Conference Energy next Tuesday night. So here comes more Car Conference. Welcome to March. Auto Remarketing. Buckle your seatbelts. Stay tuned. We'll see you soon. Thank you so much. Good night.